a word of warning to ye of nervous constitutions. Galaxy on Goosebumps is a podcast that could freeze the blood of the most seasoned sailor. What I mean to say is you're about to pee your pants. Nah! Nah! Oh, good morning, gamers. Welcome to Gatsy on Goosebumps, the only show where you get to watch me read and review every single Goosebumps book from R.L. Stein's original series. And today we're going to learn how to kill a monster in Goosebumps number 46, How to Kill a Monster. Very bright and colourful Tim Jacobs cover art there. Tagline there is, step one, run. Step two, run faster. I think that's quite funny. And the blurb reads as follows. Home alone with a monster. That was the abandoned Macaulay Culkin project. Gretchen and her stepbrother Clark hate staying at their grandparents' house. Grandpa Eddie is totally deaf and Grandma Rose is obsessed with baking. Plus they live right in the middle of a dark, muddy swamp. Things couldn't get any worse, right? Wrong. Because there's something really weird about Grandma and Grandpa's house. Something odd about that room upstairs. The one that's locked. The one with the strange noises coming from it. Strange growling noises. So yes, Gretchen and Clark have to uh, stay with their grandparents in a swamp. They've got this huge, massive castle of a house with very few windows in it in the middle of this scary swamp where all these sounds are. Two strange things. Uh, Grandma Rose keeps baking, like, more food than is necessary. Mm. And also there's a locked room that they're not allowed to go in. Hmm. Probably unrelated. Or is it? It's not. And I'll explain why. But one day during hide and seek, they go into the room and there's a big swamp monster there. A big, disgusting, ferocious swamp monster. And he is eating a big stack of pancakes that the grandma made for him. So they run to try and find their grandparents. They find two notes on the fridge. They only get time to read the first one. It says, yes, there is a swamp monster in the house. We've gone to get help. He's been here for a few days. We should have told you that, but we really wanted to have visitors, so we didn't mention it. We're going to go find someone to help us. Just make sure you don't let the swamp monster out. Well, too late. They've already unlocked the door. And he's rampaging through the house, trying to find them. What follows is a high-stakes adventure in which both Gretchen and Clark have to evade the monster and think of ways to kill it. Number one, there's a big section of the staircase that's been like rotted through and they get the monster to chase them and fall down. They think that killed it. It didn't. Number two, they, uh, there's a big pie that grandma left on the counter and they fill it with like poison and like, all like household poisons like uh, turpentine and uh, rat poison, etc. The monster eats it all, doesn't die. They're all out of ideas and the monster comes to get them and I think it licks Gretchen and then the monster says, oh, I'm allergic to humans and dies. The monster actually says that, which I thought was kind of lame. Anyway, they're so happy they killed the monster, they get out of the house and they follow, you know, the path through the swamp, you know, into town so they can call their mom and dad. And then they're so happy they killed this monster, they forgot to read the second note that was on the refrigerator. And they're like, oh, I might as well read it now. And it ends with a very, very sort of ominous cliffhanger here. We've seen the monsters in the swamp. We've heard them whistling to each other every night. They're unhappy their brother was captured. They're waiting for him to return. So whatever you do, stay out of the swamp. It's not safe out there. Stay out of the swamp. Good luck. We love you. Clark's hands dropped to his sides. The letter fell to the marshy ground. I turned slowly, staring out at the shifting shadows. Gretchen, Clark choked out my name. Do you hear that? What is that sound? What is it? Uh, it sounds like a whistle. That, that's what I thought, he whispered. What do we do now? Any ideas? No, Clark. I replied softly. I don't have any more ideas. How about you? 
It's actually a fantastic Goosebumps book. I always remember it being a good one and it's very, very highly recommended. Very fast paced action. I complained previously that the book The Beast in the East was really bad because the characters had no agency. This is not the same. They're actually thinking of ways to resolve the situation, you know? It makes you root for the characters. I'm okay with the monster being allergic to humans. Like that's a fairly, fairly standard twist. I didn't like the fact that he speaks. That sort of is like the only black spot on an otherwise really good Goosebumps book. The fact that the monster actually speaks English. They could have just had him lick and then fall down and then the humans could be like, oh, he's allergic to humans. There you go. But um, fast paced action, really creepy setting and a great concept, locked in the house and a monster and you've got to think your way out of it. I love it. And that cliffhanger is, I think, probably the best cliffhanger ending like in it any of the original series. I haven't read all of them again so far, so we'll see, but that's right up there. It's so creepy. They're about to die. I love it. Goosebumps number 46, How to Kill a Monster. Highly recommended. That's all for this week. Please join me next time in which I discuss Goosebumps number 47, Legend of the Lost Legend, which I don't remember is a very good one, but we'll see. In the meantime though, thank you for watching and please stay spooky.